I'm David Bryan. And I'm Brenda Bryan. This is Renovation Made Right. If you're considering a remodeling project now or sometime in the future, Renovation Made Right is your single source to help guide you through getting the project you want and an experience that you'll enjoy. Renovation Made Right tackles topics that range from how to select the right project and contractor to tips on surviving the remodeling process to best practices for kitchen and bath design. We have over 30 years of experience in the industry and are owners of the well-established design-build remodeling company Black Dog Builders in Salem and Nashua, New Hampshire. We're sitting down with industry professionals to tap into their experiences and insights so we can equip you with the tools you need to make your own project a success. Welcome back. We are here again with another episode of Renovation Made Right. I am Brenda Bryan. And I am David Bryan. And here we are. Today, we're going to be talking about windows, which I know is a very exciting subject, even though we'd rather ladies in the room would talk like to talk about reupholstery but you vetoed that <laughs> we don't get to talk about that so we're going to talk about windows instead and i'm sure somebody is going to be educated by this podcast and windows and doors actually so we're going to make it a, a kind ooh, of a, a catch-all ooh, category right? okay exactly right yep. mm-hmm. um and so again i think it's this is actually a fairly analogous discussion to the discussion we had around uh shower surrounds tub mm-hmm, surrounds right mm-hmm. Uh, in that I think it also helps consumers to think about windows and doors in sort of good, better, best variety. Yep. Uh, and also think about windows and doors from the standpoint of what is it that somebody, what is it a consumer wants out of a window and door, right? There's really, it distills down. Light. Uh, well, light for sure. <laughs> just, right? just saying. But I think we're going to get that out of any window. That is true. Or right? even a hole in the wall. Or a hole in the wall. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And uh, And so I suppose that would start at the good side of things. No, no, no. No, that's that, below good? Below good, okay, yeah. Below good say, a just a hole in the wall, that would be bad. And um, but They I think had that, that in castles. It, exactly. A long time ago. <laughs> Start with a castle. Uh, but I think that um, we want to think about Never a couple different punchy. things. Right? So I, I think we want to think about windows from the standpoint of saying, okay, they need to do, um, they, they need to provide uh, ventilation for us. They mm-hmm. need to be uh, aesthetically pleasing, but they're also... Um, they're, the way they wish they perform in our house is really, really important from an energy perspective, mm-hmm. right? And the truth is, in our when you look at the envelope of your house and you think about uh, the, the way the house attaches to the foundation or the, the way the walls are assembled or the way the roof and the ceiling is assembled, uh, windows are the worst performing part. Of, even the best window, mm-hmm. even the best window is the worst performing part of your house, right? right? So... Uh, there's, as you're thinking about where you're spending your money and how you're spending money, there becomes, just like with everything else, points of diminishing return. Uh, but there's also places where investing in windows and specific types of windows with specific technology make good sense. Right. right? Um, and, and we also have a variety of materials that windows are made from. Windows are made from everything from vinyl to fiberglass to wood uh, to uh, aluminum. Uh, and you're talking about the frame of the window because the glass is pretty consistent. Well, it's not, though. Oh. Ah, you think it is, smart guy, but it's not, right? <laughs> so glass actually has some variability to it as well. Uh, glass, and that's also where you begin to pick up uh, performance differences. Not mm-hmm. only, and and uh, as is the case with so many things in, in sort of the consumer land, uh, manufacturers spend different amounts of money on different aspects of windows, making them less or more expensive and better or lesser performing. Right. Um, and that's a big thing that I think you need to be thinking about, right? So um, it, 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 as you look at performance, they talk about 
efficiency of the glass. That's a big deal, right? Mm -hmm. So there's there's basic insulated glass. There's single pane glass, which we're not going to waste any time on. If you're single pane glass, shouldn't be in any house today, right? right? Even if you're in an historic home. You, it, it's time to make changes to move away from single pane glass. Right. Well, yes. And in, in older homes, you had single pane glass and then you had a storm window configuration on the outside of it. So, really, if you're talking about replacing your windows, you're going to want to replace it with a different construction so you don't have a storm window because right. they're ugly and you have to maintain them. And Right. right. A, stor a storm window is, is an adaptation to try to create some efficiency out of old technology. Right. right? And, and, but a better, better way to go that today is, is to now use insulated glass. But there's basic insulated glass that's just half-inch standard glass. Then there is uh, you know, the glass insulation. The, the, the gap in the glass gets bigger. And then you can have different kinds of coating on the glass, low E or low the E. Gap in the so the spacing between the two panes of glass, you can go to 5 uh, 5/8, uh, okay. inch glass or 7 8 inch glass, or you can go to triple pane glass where there, once again, you're, you know, you're creating more isolated pockets of air Mm -hmm. that then don't do as much transmitting heat of heat and cold, right? right? Yep. So the less of that transfer that happens, the better the glass, the better the window performs, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, and that also happens in different ways with coatings on the glass or with gas in the glass, right? So like argon. Argon glass, yeah, so it, uh, putting argon gas in your glass, but it, that also improves, but you also then want to do just that. To, just to clarify sure. for those that are following along, when you're talking about argon glass in gas in your glass is there's you know that pocket between the two pieces of glass and instead right. of just having regular air in there they put argon gas in it so what does that do for you so they pull the they pull the air out and replace it with argon effectively right, right? um and argon has properties that that reduce the transfer of okay. coal better yeah. than just basic air does right, right? And, um, and but also tie that together with thinking about Making sure you're doing that with a manufacturer who develops, who 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 puts forth a good unit, right? Because buying a window a window that's sealed with argon gas in it, that's a low end window, likely to have more seal failure sooner. Just means that argon gas is going to leak out, leak out, right? And not and not not. Is do that the bad job for you? Like, is that no. just it's an it's inert? In, it's inert, right? It's inert. Okay. Um, and uh, but still, like you know, if you start having a convulsion, like oh my right. argon's leaking, right? Yeah, not no, that. It, if you have a convulsion, it'll be for a different reason. It will not be for your argon. Are you talking about me specifically? House. You specifically. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and so, so what? That, There's what, a sale at TJ's. Exactly. Yeah, okay. But what I, what I do mean though is that um, it is quality across the board is important as you're looking at. Uh, assessing windows and what you want to be because different manufacturers will offer different standards of warranty and I feel like you need to be looking no matter what price point you're buying at you need to be looking at a warranty the manufacturer provides at least 20 years in the glass that's mm. a that's a big big deal right because when you have seal failure and when you have moisture between the glass that's when you begin to think okay I'm no longer happy with my windows and I want to replace my windows and well, they're not performing well and just to clarify again you're not happy with your windows because now you can see there's moisture in between it and you're getting fogging between your glass. So your, right. your glass is no longer clear. So you wouldn't know that your your seal has failed if it wasn't for Correct. seeing that, that fog in between the glass right. or even frost between but, your glass. But when that happens, you also know almost by definition that now that glass is dramatically less efficient than it was before mm -hmm, that seal mm -hmm. failed. Yep. Right? If you have vapor in your glass, what's, you know, uh, water will transmit and get on that glass and transmit heating and cooling, mm -hmm. you know, uh, pretty well. Plus it just looks ugly. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't yeah, it doesn't look good, it doesn't perform well. So looking at your warranty is a big deal. Looking at your material choice, and material choice not in and of itself like in a vacuum, but material choice in and of what's appropriate for your house, mm -hmm. right? So if your house is a vinyl-sided house, 
Um, and uh, there's an old sort of uh, you know wood frame window in it, and you want to improve that. Putting a vinyl window in the house is perfectly fine. A vinyl window typically is a lower price point, right? So it's more at the entry level, but there are manufacturers that then take that vinyl and sort of push it to the next level in terms of how they make it. So some manufacturers make vinyl where vinyl is what they call an extruded product, right? And so typically the frame of the vinyl window is hollow and the sash of the vinyl window that goes around the glass is hollow. Better manufacturers will actually fill those hollow spaces with with Like foam. insulated material, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And so you're not just having a dead airspace there, but you're having an airspace that has uh, foam insulation to it that actually improves the R value even more. Mm-hmm. So, so you know, window window choice, I think, moves way beyond the aesthetics because that's an, I'm not suggesting that's not an important piece of it, but I feel like as, an, as a consumer, our listeners want to be educated, want to drill into some of the details to understand how they're put together, to understand how they perform. And there are standards, right? The, the, there is a, a window manufacturing association that actually creates standards that lets you line up how one window performs against another in terms of, uh, of air tightness, in terms of U-value, in terms of the emissivity and how well it does. It's at, like kind of like the Energy Star thing for appliances, right? Right, right exactly, exactly. So that's where you know people want to spend a little bit of time looking. And you know, in many cases, let's say if you're doing a renovation project and you're only affecting a part of the home, the likelihood is you're going to try to stick very with very, very similar windows, if not the same windows. If right, you, if you just already for have, consistency, right, right? If you already have Andersons or Pellas or Marvins in your house, you're probably going to stick with Anderson's Pellas Mark. But if mm-hmm. you if you have you know an old style wood window, well now it's an opportunity for you to make a choice and say we're going to replace five windows as part of this project. Maybe that's the beginning of improving the whole house. Whole house right. Now let's do some research because you can still replace your windows with any variety of manufacturers. But it gets down to what's the right choice, not only for the house, but then what's the right choice long term for how it's going to perform mm-hmm. and how it's going to give value on the uh, on the on the living in the house. Value not just in terms of dollars, but value also in terms of comfort. Right. right? Um, because you know, you'll know you be in older homes with single-pane glass, with or without storms, and you can see the curtains move sometimes yeah. in the yeah, wintertime. Yeah, like when, it's, when the wind's blowing, right, right? exactly. And that's not comfortable, yeah. and that's not good, right? So Well, that's why you know people would get these insulated curtains and such, you right. know, and like keep them closed in the winter, right. just to try to write, and that shouldn't be something you have to do. And so when you, you move from the, from the vinyl window, which can, by the way, be purchased as a replacement window or a new construction window, replacement window meaning that it can go into, it'll get custom sized to go into an existing opening. Mm-hmm. Right? So that makes the amount of construction work you have to do to replace windows less. Um, or you move, from, you move from the vinyl to different types of products. There's also manufacturers out there that make windows from fiberglass, right? Fiber, there are less of them that do that, but mm-hmm. they're out there. Mm-hmm. Um, makes a nice window as well. And once again, you have to look at the performance data and how that works. And then you move into a, a piece of the market that's pretty big, which is a, a wood frame window. Uh, and you can get a wood frame window that's actually wood exterior as well. Not a big fan of that, right? Because right. long term, you got maintenance issues. But a lot um, of them are aluminum clad, right, on the outside. Aluminum or vinyl clad, right? right? So depending on the manufacturer, they're aluminum or vinyl clad. And that is where I'm a much bigger fan, right? right. So uh, you get the beauty and warmth of wood on the inside. Uh, wood generally per- performs pretty well. It's mm-hmm. a decent insulator mm-hmm. in, in, in the window side of it anyway, right? Right. It's, you're not going to be wanting to pack your walls full of wood, right? In fact, when we're framing houses and we're framing for really efficient houses, we're trying to use the least amount of wood we can mm-hmm. because every stud is a it's thermal a conductor, is a bridge, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, but when in the window world, when you're thinking about that, wood does have good merit. And, and then you start to get into uh, the nuances between the aesthetics of, door, of windows. Right? Some window manufacturers will offer a narrower sash 
making the making your glass area bigger. Mm -hmm. Some will offer a larger square kind of clunky sash, right? Mm -hmm. Making the area of glass looking smaller. More, and making it look more uh, traditional, right? So, like so if you're if an older home. So, and that's, that's one of the things um, that we do a fair amount of is um, what they like consider architectural windows or uh, true, true divided light, simulated, simulated. True, simulated true divided light windows. So why don't you explain what, what right. true divided light is and then and what a simulated true divided light is. Right, so that's also evolved over time, right? So, so glass technology, when, when people used to make windows back in the day, older windows, you didn't, getting big pieces of glass was not really a viable thing, right? right? Glass was, was hard to do. So um, windows got divided into individual panes. And so you would make a wood window divided up with what they call muntins. And, and the muntins are the pieces that separate the glass. Uh, and then you would put individual pieces in there and that's how it started, right? Mm -hmm. um, now that aesthetically took grip as something very desirable, like a colonial style window or a pleasing window. And now right. there's all kinds of configurations, but um, it's it's inherently inefficient, right? The, the, the single pane glass is a problem. So when you transition and you go to insulated glass, and and let's say you're in a historic home, and either you as the owner or your town, the historic committee in your town wants you to maintain that historic look, well, the only way to get that now and still be efficient, I shouldn't say the only way, but the predominant way of getting that is going from what is true divided glass, true divided light, where you actually have wood separating all the pieces of individual glass, to simulated divided light means you actually have a big piece of insulated glass, so it's double glass, big piece, high efficiency, has the gas in it, has the coating on the glass to make it more efficient. But now, on the surface of the glass, you add hearing muntins right. to make it look like it's yep. simulated, right? And the very most expensive ones have muntins on the outside as well as the inside, and even even more expensive ones have muntins in between the two pieces of glass, so you can't look down the mutton and see a gap in between. Right, it's a spacer bar. That's exactly yeah. right. So so if you have, let's say you have a 5 eighths piece of insulated glass, whatever the airspace is between the glass, you could actually look at an angle. If you didn't have a spacer bar in there, you could look at an angle and see through there so it kind of blows the effect. Right. Right. We're, we're, it we're, no longer looks like a true divided light right, window. We're, right, we're, and again, that's why that word simulated is important. We're really actually simulating that look. But um, the spacer bar actually helps help sort of complete the illusion, yeah. if you will, right? But there are plenty of manufacturers out there that to, to try to make it much more affordable because it is much more affordable. Mm -hmm. You get the adhered muntin on the outside and the adhered muntin on the inside and, and no in space between. Now, or, or, you know, even just the, the muntins on the inside. Most windows, like the middle of the market right now, if, if you're getting um, mullions in them, will be plain glass on the outside, one piece, and then the inside is... Um, Mullions and they're removable. It's it's one piece, right? right? right and you right. just snap them out. It's, it makes it easier to clean, right? Right. It's yep. you know you don't have to clean each individual pane. You're yep. actually just popping the muttons out, cleaning the whole piece of glass, and then popping it back in again. So from the outside, because you're seeing the, the mullions through the window into the inside, it still looks good. It is not, but you know we do have we do work with clients who are in older architectural homes. They're very particular about what um, it looks like, and so. We do get into these what they consider architectural grade simulated true divided lights, and it has to really look like, um, like a like a real true divided light window. Right, it has to kind of carry that off, and yep. so that, that's but a, that's the very upper end of the market. Right, exactly, um, and so th you know, so those are all, and once again, you've got all kinds of material choices there, whether you have a wood exterior or an aluminum exterior, and today the manufacturers have come a really really long way to allow you to get that simulated look, even with an aluminum exterior. 
mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. so the, at that point in time, on the inside of the glass, the muntins are wood. On the outside of the glass, the muntins are the matching profile and aluminum. And they make those profiles to be, uh, you know, architecturally and historically accurate, mm-hmm. right? So they, if they they're had, had studied over time what, you know, at different periods, what different styles were, and now have said, okay, this is the right period, this is the right muntin pattern for your period home and so forth. So... Those are all, uh, I think, important as you're thinking about things. But the, I guess for me, the overarching thing is to think about, all right, what's the performance, what's the durability, and then the aesthetics, right? So I, if, if you find a window that produces the aesthetic you want, but the performance side of it and the warranty side of it doesn't measure up, that's not where you want to be. And also thinking about what manufacturer, how does, how does the manufacturer handle their warranty, right? I'm not a big fan of buying windows from lumber yards. Uh, because number one, it's not all they do, right? Um, mm-hmm. And number two, typically they're not set up for service, right? Mm-hmm. So when you do have a seal failure, are you calling lumber back up, lumberyard back up and saying, "Oh, one of my sashes just started getting foggy inside, and how do I do that?" And then you get bounced to the manufacturer, who then has to respond and deal with that. Or are you going to deal with a company whose all they do is windows? I'm a bigger fan of the all they do is windows thing, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a number of manufacturers who go to market like that um, and offer a nice product. And, by the way, most manufacturers offer multiple steps in their product, right? Mm-hmm. So so today, as an example, if you go to, say, let's say, let's say a Pella Windows, um, they're going to offer a vinyl product at multiple price points. Mm-hmm. So kind of good, better, best vinyl product. They're going to have a wood product at multiple price points. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they may even have a fiberglass product at mm-hmm. price points. So mm-hmm. so they're going to be able to uh, meet a lot of your interests mm-hmm. uh, dep- and your needs depending on what you're what you're doing in your house, what yeah. you're doing in your And if you go with a good manufacturer, you can. they also have a good warranty. Uh, exactly, exactly. Can and we can we circle back sure. to um, Mullion details? Because I know some people are confused like, I I have a I have a eight over eight million or a two over two or a you know a, a twelve over twelve. Give me a little background on on why you would do one versus another. Well, so I think if you had a clean slate, then it's just a and there's nothing you're matching, then it's just an aesthetic preference, what you like, right? Or it's the architecture of the home. No, like if right. you have a modern home, uh, just just if you're doing even probably in a modern home, you wouldn't even be doing double hung windows. Exactly. You'd be doing a, a casement, you know, and just one big clean piece of glass right right but, but it's more but in but you know we're in new england so it's pretty tradi- traditional market right it's it's what works and and um is considered sort of appropriate for your home mm-hmm. right it by by and large uh however we've also done projects for clients where okay we're replacing all the windows um we never really liked maybe they're in a colonial home they're like well, we never really like that look and maybe they're going with a different configuration maybe mm-hmm. they're going with a two over one meaning the upper sash has is divided in two panes and the lower sash is a single pane mm-hmm. that's a cool look but that, so you know i mean are there, are there some areas where you might want to then say to a client okay hang on <laughs> you're taking too much liberty there and it could impact you on the resale side yeah sure. and that's something to think about right like you want to make sure that there is some cohesiveness in terms of the architectural style right, right. but I, but i would not suggest to you that there's anything about functionality or anything about sort of performance that's meaningful. It really gets down to what you feel is appropriate architecturally for your house mm-hmm. and what works for you. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, that's probably that's probably the best way to describe that. Yeah. And and maybe a good way to do that, like if you're if you're thinking about replacing windows and you're not quite sure what's going to work, if you know your house is a 1950s, you know, uh, uh, mid-century modern home, Look at pictures of of mid century modern homes and and see what windows are in there. Right? Exactly. Exactly. Um, look at you know I'm in a, a 1880s colonial. What windows are in there? 
Right. Um, it, it may be you just take your take the uh, the suggestion of what the house already has. If the house right. has a, you know original stuff, then you try to make it look like the original. Yeah, you know, we that did would be a, we, appropriate. A couple of years ago, we did a mid-century modern project in a beautiful home, uh, and there's not a month in to be found. Mm-hmm. Every single piece of glass in that building is wide open glass, right? Mm-hmm. That's appropriate for that house, sure. right? So, and that's another thing, you know, not, not getting in and screwing up stuff that you are, that, that if the house right. is really speaking to We call to that some, remodeling. Right. If the, house, if the house really has its own style, be respectful of that, mm-hmm. right? As you're thinking about how the windows work. Right. Um, so that's uh, that's another consideration. So there's actually, there's this uh, remodeling magazine um, used to, and I don't know if they still do it anymore, but it was a riot. People would send in pictures from all over the country. That's the Old House Journal. Oh, it was the Old House the Journal old, that old did remodeling. Old House Journal used to do that, last page. <laughs> yep. So, and it was really amusing. Right. You know, people would just not even think about what the style of the house was at all and put a new product in, you know, like ridiculous roofing products or porches or, or windows. Or additions or, that are horrific. Yeah, right? and they called it remodeling. And right. I always just loved that. That was I a agree. great... I agree. So, <laughs> Don't so remodel anyway, your house. That's a, that's a quick uh, little intro and review on uh, on things to be considering on the windows and door side of things. There's a lot more to talk about, and there's more to talk about on the door side. We may be having a guest in at some point in time on, on the window and door side of the world, but doors is like even a whole separate subject, and there's a lot to even consider about that between hinged versus sliding and so forth. So forth. But um, in order to try to stay within certain time frames, we should yeah, probably you make that you another said show. It, you said it, yeah, in the beginning that you were going to do windows and doors, I did. and now you leave me hanging. That's because I realized it's really a whole separate topic. Yeah, I am leaving you hanging, but you know, you know where I live. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyway, this is uh, this is Dave Bryan, and you've been listening to Renovation Right, and we greatly appreciate you uh, listening. So, thank you very much. And I'm Brenda Bryan, even though you just like ran roughshod totally over. Did. You didn't even give me a time I didn't to mean say to. anything. Sorry about that. Yeah, typical. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks. We hope to talk to you again. Bye bye. Thank you for listening. Be sure to check out the show notes on our website, renovationmaderight.com, and follow us on social media at Renovation Made Right. Don't forget to subscribe, and if you like the show, leave us a review.